Good morning, everybody. It is the 3rd of November, Thursday, Oaks Day in Melbourne. Looks like the weather's going to clear up this afternoon. Wall Street, of course, disappointed, as doubtless you know by now. Dow Jones was down 505 points last night as the Fed failed to soft pivot. It was quite an interesting night, really, because Wall Street at one point was up 419 points and then reversed over 900 points as the Fed's statement initially seemed to tinker with the idea of slowing interest rate rises and have a read of the section in the newsletter today called First Take on the Fed. The 419 point rise evaporated as Powell made it very clear that it was, in his words, very premature to be thinking about pausing rate hikes. We have a way to go. If you actually watch the video of Powell, you'll realize that he is just quite normally saying that we don't know when when the top is. And on the back of that, the market it fell over and bond yields which had dropped rose the 10-year bond yield at the end of the day in the US was up four basis points two-year bond yield up six basis points our futures this morning were down 113 and our market has dropped 150 points this morning so what did you make of it all Henry? Now, when you look at the US market, the October performance of Dow was up 14%. And then last night, it fell 1.5%. It's kind of, they, I guess, Jerome Powell gave them a reason to take some profits. Tech stocks have been on the nose for a little while, and the Dow still has rallied. The US market's still doing relatively well. So, Marcus, you wrote a lot about the Fed this morning. How did you see it? Uh, well, I, I think it was asking a bit much to expect the, as I said yesterday, to expect the Fed to give away some six months of hard work trying to get on top of inflation. I think we're expecting a bit much to think that they would throw all that away with one idle comment about uh, that's the top and we're going to back off from here because inflation's still going up. So I think we got what what we should have expected, which was a continuation of the same. I saw one of the CNBC anchors described it as, here we go, no pivot, no pause, no problem, which I think is a good summary at the end of the day. They didn't soft pivot, but it's no biggie. Uh, The news wasn't bad. It just wasn't as good as it could be. In in fact, Dow from very bottom to very top is up 15.05% in 14 days. There was bound to be some profit-taking. Interesting, our market as well gets marked down 140 points. Nobody's nobody's got the opportunity to take a profit (laughs) uh, because it just gets marked off first thing. So the question now is, what do you do now that the market's 2% lower? And I think nothing's really change. We've lost a little bit of froth. If you look at the ASX 200 chart, we've lost what the market put on over the RBA meeting earlier this week, but we haven't lost a heck of a lot more. So my conclusion from all this is boring because we're clearly going to have to wait longer for a convincing bull market to return. We're going to have to wait longer and debate endlessly the timing of peak aggression and peak interest rates. And uh, that's going to take time. So lost enthusiasm for the market obviously short term, but it's hard to see the market really taking another major step down. I'm hopeful that we are seeing a basing, particularly in the Australian market. I have held on to everything in the strategy portfolio at the moment, but clearly I can see people taking profits and and just walking away for another month uh, until something else happens. Uh, Yeah, it's weird. I mean, we've been in this 6,500 to 7,000 range for a little while, and I've I've talked about the W recovery, and you can make the, um, if you 
you screenshot different parts of the market, you can really make a good case for W recovery. You could probably make a case for any letter of the alphabet, really. So it's, uh, it is interesting. We've come back 150 odd points as we speak. There has been a few shockers out in terms of company updates as well, not least of which uh, has been Bravura Solutions. It's rare that you read a statement from a company after doing a strategic review as bad as that one. They're down 57%. You don't hold them, do you, Henry? God, no. But apart from that, the lithium boom is continuing to some extent. Interestingly, Arbomile had their results out yesterday, well, last night, really. Big, big result from them, but the stock still went down. But they did produce massive, massive profits. Earnings were more than seven times, and the world's top miner of lithium sees ongoing strength in lithium prices. So there we go. Yesterday on the call with Koshi, I was talking a couple of lithium stocks, which I've talked about in the past, European lithium and Atlantic lithium. There's a country theme happening there. I've got to say, Marcus, we look at this market, it is somewhat bipolar and 150 odd points down. I think we're just getting a little bit carried away to the downside. 6,500, 7,000. Here we are, 6,800. We're kind of smack in the middle again. Yeah, our market is a tale of two sectors, banks and resources, and the resources have tipped over again. It's a fabulous long duration trading sector, uh, particularly the big iron ore stocks. And there is a lovely pivot point coming at some point, but it looks to be some way away at the moment. Uh, And even if we get over our peak aggression, you know, the next thing we're worrying about is global recession. Chinese economy is going nowhere at the moment. Uh, There are downgrades to GDP as the COVID cases pick up again. So resources on the nose. The banks I wrote about yesterday, it's a safe income sector at the moment. You wouldn't be trading the banks anyway. If you put zero on the chart of most of the bank shares, they're going sideways now, uh, which is great. So that's uh, serving its purpose. So we go back to worrying about the rest of the market. And that at the moment is an individual stock story rather than a generalization. There's some fundamental value around. There's little to get you excited. In the ideas portfolio, you've probably seen Domino's came out late last night with earnings will be challenged by a difficult start to the year. Inflationary headwinds are going to continue into next year and they expect earnings to be materially lower in the first half. But brokers love it. You've got Morgan's today with an ad recommendation, a target price 50% above current share price. UBS buy recommendation, target price 36% above. Morgan Stanley overweight, target price 45% above. The stock course is down something like 46% this year. And brokers do on big stocks like this do tend to have target prices above the current share price when a stock has fallen a lot. So I'll continue to hold that. I think we go back to worrying about stocks on an individual basis outside of the resources and outside of bank sector. Little enthusiasm uh, to really get stuck into the market. If Fed had been a better reaction, uh, we might have really got going in the ideas portfolio. So so with the uh, the dominoes, because they're, they're down another 9.5% today, should we be looking at tapping up? No, we're actually about square in the ideas portfolio. We're down just 3% on where we bought it. I'm not going to go averaging down Henry in the ideas portfolio anyway. And I'm not sure that when, when you get smacked in the face like this, you spend a while stunned. So what else have we got, Henry? Anything? Um, I'm just about to record a podcast with the CEO of Neuron Pharmaceuticals, which should be quite interesting. It's been one of the, the big biotech success stories of the year. The other one, which I'm still scratching my head about, and I should have jumped on this one, but the volatility in a thing called WA1, WA Resources. It's one that we featured as speculative stock of the day some time ago. It was about 10 cents, 14 cents. It was came out today with the, please explain from the exchange. It got to a high of $2.92 this morning. It's back to $2.16. I mean, this is a meme stock if ever you've seen one. Generally, volume's 
have been pathetic again 1.3 billion as at 11 o'clock which you know usually you do a billion at least on the open so you know we just reset down and everyone looks around and scratches their head and goes well what are we going to do now so uh, maybe it is uh, oaks day that's going to be the, the most fun today in the market but it's not showing too much signs of support at the moment neuron pharmaceuticals is interesting because we had if you were you were there Henry, we had a education seminar in sydney in july and during that at lunchtime i asked anyone if they had a stock they wanted us to have a look at and i think we had reuters up and this chap came out with uh, have a look at neuron pharmaceuticals neu as i say code and on that day i think it jumped something like 10 percent plus and i have a funny feeling one of our members was sitting in the back row with a few million dollars sitting in a in a comsec account and decided to have a crack and that that kicked off a fire because the next day was up another 10 percent and the thing has gone from four dollars to seven dollars fifty six since our education seminar so there you go good reason to turn up to our education yeah. uh, uh, i think i think that's about that uh, i would just say to anyone listening to podcast the marcus today golf day is coming up on november the 27th at hillsville racv hillsville uh, we still have four spots left so we'll be marking that if you want to come along and play golf with us on november the 27th get your room booked in quick those four spots will disappear uh, we have a dinner at the end of golf day as well where we can discuss investment and make the whole affair tax deductible there we go as we leave you our market is down 156 still drifting lower i am wondering whether wall street which was just cascading into the close hasn't overreacted a little bit and as henry said you're a trading man you'd probably be buying an etf geared to the upside maybe maybe gear henry yeah yeah maybe uh, dow futures still down 82 so they're not seeing much recovery but okay. um i'd be uh, i'd be nibbling away at gear i have to say this looks a little bit overdone and it is friday tomorrow and fridays tend to be days where people square up their books and we do see sometimes a reversal as uh, people square up ahead of the weekend because let's face it anything can happen over the weekend yeah. so uh dull but not disastrous i think this is what we would call it thanks very much henry we'll be back with the end of day podcast and otherwise see you tomorrow <laughs>